Good morning. Today is Thursday, May 30th, 2019. This is also Ascension Day. And the Episcopal Dictionary of the Church describes it this way. The occasion on which the risen Christ is taken into heaven after appearing to his followers for 40 days. The Ascension marks the conclusion of Jesus' post-resurrection appearances. It is the final elevation of his human nature to divine glory and the near presence of God. The Ascension is affirmed by the Nicene and Apostles' creeds. The Ascension is celebrated on Ascension Day, the Thursday that is the 40th day of the Easter season. It is a principal feast of the church year in the Episcopal Church. Ascension Day is special to me for a couple of reasons. One is the seasonal slash liturgical reason that we talked about a little bit yesterday. And the other is that the Episcopal Church that brought me to Episcopalianism and where I was confirmed, um, if you didn't know that was in my adulthood, it was only four years ago, um, or will be four years on Pentecost, was the Church of the Ascension. And so um, Ascension Day holds a very special place in my heart for its symbolism in the church and also its symbolism in my life. Our readings today are Psalms 43 or 93, so we'll get there and I'll pick one. Acts 1, 1 through 11, Ephesians 1, 15 through 23, and Luke 24, 44 through 53. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ has ascended into heaven. Come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Alleluia! Christ our Passover has been sacrificed for us. 
Therefore let us keep the feast, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Alleluia. Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death that he died, he died to sin, once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So also consider yourselves dead to sin, and alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. Alleluia. Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. Alleluia. Psalm 47 Clap your hands, all you peoples. Shout to God with loud songs of joy. For the Lord, the Most High, is awesome, a great king over all the earth. He subdued peoples under us and nations under our feet. He chose our heritage for us, the pride of Jacob, whom he loves. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our king, sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with the psalm. God is king over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. The princes of the peoples gather as the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong to God. He is highly exalted. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. So our readings are a little bit different today. In case you didn't notice, you probably did, you smart, smart people, you. Um, we have two readings from the New Testament um, and then one gospel reading. So what we don't have here on Ascension Day is an Old Testament reading. We will have Old Testament readings this evening for the eve of the visitation. So we have coming one right after the other Ascension Day and then the visitation of the Blessed Virgin Mary, which is really cool because it's like here is it, it to me illustrates this cyclical nature of the liturgical season. So here we have Jesus ascending to heaven and then on the very next day we have um, Mary visiting Elizabeth and the babies recognizing each other in their wombs, which is just so cool. It's beginning and not end, but culmination maybe um, of Christ's time on earth right next to each other. But we won't get too far into that since that's kind of the transition between today and tomorrow. And I do have to apologize. I really intended to do an Eve of Ascension reading last night and it just did not happen. Things don't always uh, go the way I want them to. Which is why I record the daily office first thing in the morning, right? I think we talked about that the other day. So our first New Testament reading is going to be from Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. In the first book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day he was taken when he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit 
to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight, While he was going and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle A, A Song of Wisdom Wisdom freed from a nation of oppressors, a holy people, and a blameless race. She entered the soul of a servant of the Lord, withstood dread rulers with wonders and signs. To the saints she gave the reward of their labors, and led them by a marvelous way. She was their shelter by day, and a blaze of stars by night. She brought them across the Red Sea. She led them through mighty waters. But their enemies she swallowed in the waves, and spewed them out from the depths of the abyss. And then, Lord, the righteous sang hymns to your name and praised with one voice your protecting hand. For wisdom opened the mouths of the mute and gave speech to the tongues of a newborn people. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. A reading from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 23. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, And for this reason, I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe according to the working of his great power. God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle R, a song of true motherhood. God chose to be our mother in all things, and so made the foundation of his work, most humbly and most pure, in the virgin's womb. God, the perfect wisdom of all, arrayed himself in this humble place, Christ came in our poor flesh to share a mother's care. Our mothers bear us for pain and for death, 
our true mother, Jesus, bears us for joy and endless life. Christ carried us within him in love and travail until the full time of his passion. And when all was completed and he had carried us so for joy, still all this could not satisfy the power of his wonderful love. All that we owe is redeemed in truly loving God. For the love of Christ works in us. Christ is the one whom we love. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Luke chapter 24, verses 44 through 53. Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things, and see... I am sending upon you what my father promised, so stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven, and they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and they were continually in the temple, blessing God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us say together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. We'll pray the litany of healing on page 33 of Enriching Our Worship, Volume 2. Let us name before God those for whom we offer our prayers. God the Father, your will for all people is health and salvation. We praise you and thank you, O Lord. God the Son, you came that we might have life and might have it more abundantly. 
We praise you and thank you, O Lord. God, the Holy Spirit, you make our bodies the temple of your presence. We praise you and thank you, O Lord. Lord, grant your healing grace to all who are sick, injured, or disabled, that they may be made whole. Hear us, O Lord of life. Grant to all who seek your guidance and to all who are lonely, anxious, or despondent a knowledge of your will and an awareness of your presence. Hear us, O Lord of life. Mend broken relationships and restore those in emotional distress to soundness of mind and serenity of spirit. Hear us, O Lord of life. Bless physicians, nurses, and all others who minister to the suffering, granting them wisdom and skill, sympathy and patience. Hear us, O Lord of life. Grant to the dying peace and a holy death and uphold by the grace and consolation of your Holy Spirit those who are bereaved. Hear us, O Lord of life. Restore to wholeness whatever is broken by human sin in our lives, in our nation, and in the world. Hear us, O Lord of life. You are the Lord who does wonders. You have declared your power among the, among the peoples. With you, O Lord, is the well of life, and in your light we see light. Hear us, O Lord of life. Heal us and make us whole. Let us pray. Almighty God, giver of life and health, send your blessing on all who are sick and upon those who minister to them, that all weakness may be vanquished by the triumph of the risen Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. share some thoughts about the readings and I think they'll end up tying into some thoughts about Ascension Day as well. So beginning in the beginning (laughs) with Psalm 47, um, to me this is a wonderful reminder that God reigns above all earthly rulers that the sphere of God's influence is above anything here on earth. There are certainly times, and now is is one of them, I believe, that the powers that that rule over the earth um, are quite frankly tipped in the balance of evil. 
the earth is good and it's God's creation, but many of the powers and principalities that influence our daily lives have been skewed. And so remembering that God reigns supreme over all and that in the end, all will be God's and for God is helpful. It, it keeps, it helps me keep hope as I move or um, try to enter into cooperation with God to bring God's kingdom more readily here and to tip the balance back in favor of, of God's truth and path and love. So I'm thankful for any reminder that kind of keeps my eyes focused on God and keeps me moving and reminds me that no matter who, what human in authority, um, what decisions the humans in authority here make on earth that they and the powers that rule earth are redeemable through and in Christ who reigns over all. That's an important reminder to me this morning. I, I woke up crabby. <laughs> um, I have school meetings today and, and yeah, I, I pray for God's peace and power to reign supreme, even uh, even at school, even even when those who hurt and not help are the ones that are chosen to have voices in my life and my in my son's life. I believe that God's voice is louder. Amen. All right, our first New Testament reading was from Ephesians. No, I'm sorry, it was from Acts. Acts came first. And um, it is a description of God's ascendance and Christ's ascendance to God. And, um, and I particularly am moved by verse 8. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. This is kind of like the mission statement for the disciples and for us. Because we are disciples of Christ. It's a beautiful thing to me that the original 12 or however many it was, if you don't really ascribe to the theory of 12, has expanded into so many and I am mindful that this is this is the root of it all that Christ ascended to heaven but Christ did not leave us Christ gifted us with the Holy Spirit and through the Holy Spirit we have immeasurable knowledge and power and we are charged to use that power to bring God's love to the ends of the earth. I think that's a beautiful mission statement. Now to Ephesians. Where the writer speaks again to the inheritance, which is the inheritance of the Holy Spirit. And, and to the thoughts that we were speaking about from the psalm 
They're echoed here in verse 21, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion. God is above all, and yet God has given us of himself. The earth and the heaven are not separate. They're not, I believe, this is my personal belief, not mere image of each other, but co-joined. And that's a thing of great beauty and power, and I think it's kind of awesome responsibility to us as well. Now our gospel reading from Luke I love verse 45. I could probably like take this as I, there are too many verses that I love for me to have a life verse, but this would definitely be my, my verse that I think of whenever I open my Bible. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. This is what I mean when I say that we put our Holy Spirit lenses on when we read the Bible. We open our minds to understand them, to understand them and to receive the knowledge that God would have us, have us have, <laughs> God would fill us to learn in this moment, in this context, in this place of, in time. I think I've said it before that it's quite a beautiful thing that sometimes we read what, the same passage in different ways at different times in our lives. and. And so that to me is the opening of our mind to understand in context, both ours and biblical context, the scriptures. And there's a great beauty in that. And then he, he Christ, sends the disciples, sends us out, clothed with power from on high. And we talked about this just in the last reading. And I love how this ends up, how, how Luke closes, because this is the end of, of Luke's writing. Um, and they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they were continually in the temple blessing God. They were not continually in the temple mourning because God has, had ascended. They were in the temple blessing God and praising God for the Holy Spirit and for what God had left them. And I'm not talking about like a Pollyanna sunshine looking on the best side. I'm talking about an awareness and a gratefulness for the gifts that God gives us. That Christ is both in heaven and also present with us and has given us the eyes to see that and to know it and to see God everywhere in the word, of the word, in the world, in others. This is an, an amazing, heady, and beautiful thing that God is everywhere and that God has awakened us to God's presence and imbued us with God's power. May we see and act. Amen. All right. Well, that ended up being kind of a short session today. I guess that's a good thing. I don't know if subconsciously I was hurrying or what, but... As I said, I have a bunch of stuff to do. I always have a bunch of stuff to do. I guess that's a good thing. So let's go ahead and um, close things up. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. 
And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in God's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.